And we are back, everybody, for another episode of Level Up Cleveland. And this week, we bring the return of the Southern Outlaws Band. And you guys are actually the first band we've actually brought back on. How's that? Hey, That's uh, got to be worth something, you. right? That's a milestone. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't scare them off the first time, Dave. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, they don't know how, you know, how to take me. Huh? I'm going to introduce you guys left to right, and then there's two guys that aren't here. We'll talk right. about them, too. First off, we have lead vocalist, Arliss Walker. And next to him, guitar player, Dave Wylacker. Next to him, we have the drummer, Mikey Bright Jr., and then not here with us, we have the other guitar player, yep. Guitar Boogie Bob. And Tim Williams is the bass player, and he couldn't make yes. it also. Correct. And Tim's the new guy. Yes. Because yes. when you guys were here last time, well, we didn't have the bass player here last time, but the guy that you have in place now is a different guy. Yes. Yeah. And he's still not here. He's then he did, and the <laughs> yeah. bass player just said, "Yeah, you know, I'm bass player." Well, hey, you know, at least this bass player's got you know a legit reason. I mean, he's yes out there, you know, protecting and serving with the National Guard. Yeah. So, so he, oh, is that what he's yes, doing? He, yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Absolutely. That's good. That's good. Protecting us while we're here. Yes. Yes. That's yes. good. That's good. He's doing watch. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> there's a lot of things we talked about in the last episode. Mikey wasn't here on the last episode, so we can actually talk a little bit about Mikey now and find out a little story about him. <clears throat> one thing. One thing about Mike. Is he's a big freshman? He makes that well known. We've already known. We he's only been here a few minutes. I already know for sure that, that that's his number one thing. They said he talked about it on the whole ride here. Yes, and he's also Arliss's cousin. Yes, yep. So there, there's a whole thing going on there, and um, another thing, you guys are big drinkers, right? You guys, you guys. Oh, we dabble a little bit. Well, I know. remember. I remember when you guys came in last time. You were telling us a uh, Maker's Mark. I think it was Maker's Mark. Yes, was yeah. it? Yeah. They had a, they had a barrel. They had a yep. barrel that there was that for yep. you guys. Yep. Did you guys ever tap into that thing? Uh, it's not ready yet. Uh, 2027. Still aging. Oh, 27. 27 or 26. Oh, that's six. Is that what it is? Is it 26? 26. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, they're trying to keep you. You're telling them 27. I know I that trick. That I see what you're doing. You're like, oh, no, guys, 27 and 26 will be like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, you know, I thought I could sneak off, you know, for a silent trip, you know, to Kentucky. Quick year, you, know. like, you, know, you can get a lot that's of shots. Right. Yeah, no, that's cool, man. You guys had that going on, and since then, a lot of things have happened. I mean, there's, you know, I'm always on Facebook and stuff, and I'm friends with you with, with Arliss, and man, you guys always have something else happening. It seems every week, or sometimes multiple times in a week, I'll be like, oh, now they're up for this award. Now they're up for this. Now they're going to do this. Now they're going here. You go, you the Super Bowl thing. Yes. I yeah. mean, like, there's so many things to talk about that's happened since then. And you guys seem like you're on this this incredible climb up. Um, you're you're being played everywhere. Your, your your music is not just you know it's not just like a fluke. You know, like sometimes people can do this and it could be like fluky, like like oh there's somebody in there. And this isn't what's happened. I mean, like everybody's recognizing you and everything is happening for a reason. Yeah, well, since we were last here, when you mentioned the radios, we're now played on over 50,000 radio stations around the world. That's amazing. That's, That's amazing. I don't know what's more amazing, the fact that you know that or that they exist. <laughs> <laughs> as, it was, as it was put to me the other day, that our music has traveled all over the world, and we haven't. Oh yeah, that's true. And that's you know point. what I mean. And you think about that. I mean, we're we're still in the states. We still do what we do. We go where we need to be. But our music has been all over. Yeah, but I mean, mostly you stay in this area. I mean, like you guys do have other things out. But you're being able to you're able to do all this without touring. 
Right. Like you're not going on some like one year tour around the. You guys are not yet. We're off to Texas. Really? At the yeah. end of June, yeah. And then and then what's going on in Texas? Like that's so you're gonna that's your that's the first leg of the tour that you're gonna be starting <laughs> or what? What is it? What? Well, since we're here with Level Up Cleveland, I will wind up saying one show that we'll be doing in Cleveland will be with the Renegades and Outlaws Festival with Willie Nelson and Stephen Kay. Uh, Whiskey Myers will be there. Christopher Stopperson will be there. Um, that's what we've got, you know, one of the big shows in Texas, but we're going to wind up doing a lot of, you know, shows while we're there. And then on our way out of Texas, August 1st will be another big one because we will be headlining at the Troubadour with Music Meets Boxing. Wow. Uh, in Nashville, that'll be the first time that'll be aired on CBS Sports and on pay-per-view. Wow, dude. What the hell's going on? You guys are like, oh, okay, this is crazy stuff going on. Yeah, it's going to be cool with the boxing thing. They'll do a, yeah. a round, and then we'll play a couple songs in between. Wow. Yeah. And they'll fight some more, and then we'll play a couple songs. You know what I find interesting a little bit is that you guys are kind of like, um, you're, you're kind of like put into this category of country, right? Like like Willie Nelson and Christofferson and stuff like that. And you guys are not a country <laughs> band, man. Like, like, that's the thing that always I always find funny. As a matter of fact, the, re, the way we found out about you was Tyrone Hornbuckle. Yeah. Right. We had Tyrone on here, and Tyrone said, we, me and Pat were like, hey, you know, you don't need country bands. And even Tyrone was like, well, we got, yeah, we got Southern Outlaws. And I think he was just trying to get you guys on no yeah. matter what it was. But I'm just saying, though, it does seem like because the cowboy hats don't help, probably disguise the fact that, and you know, the whole Southern outlaw thing kind of lends itself. But if they hear you, I said this last time, I said, there's, there's like a, there's even like a flare of punk in your guys's music that, that, that exists. That it's so crazy. Like it, it, it's so reckless sometimes and just so free and so fuck it. It is. Yeah. yeah there's, there, is. There, there, there's such an element of that. And I, and I'll be honest with you. I do believe that's probably part of the appeal to you guys is that it's not so Everybody now is so tight fit and fits into this little perfect little recording and it's all blah, 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 blah. And you guys bring a, that that grungy feel back that just, ah, right? right? Yeah. No, no, seriously. It's an opportunity to express ourselves in that in moment in time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's what, I, it's always been that way for me my entire life. I'm not going to play somebody's lead note for note because... Why do that? Yeah, and you guys will occasionally do a cover tune. You guys will do oh, some yeah. cover tunes, but you you, it, you it's not the same. You Southern Outlaw the hell out of them. Yeah, they, they're like, they're <laughs> like, like there's nothing no. right. That's right. So let me ask you this: So you guys, you guys have won some awards too. Yes. You guys, let's just start there. You guys have won some awards early on, uh, before you even came on here. Let's talk about some of that stuff. Yeah, we won two world awards. Um, um, for one for good for the soul. Um, the other one for Southbound Train. Uh, the, and that's the early, some of the early stuff that you yeah, guys Yeah, that was some, some of the early stuff. And uh, Good for the Soul won Independent Music Award in New York. And then just here recently, we wound up getting um, from the Red Carpet Awards in Europe, uh, Louisiana Water wound up, you know, winning Song of the Year there. That's amazing. Do you guys, are you guys kind of like taken aback sometimes by this whole thing? Like where... It just seems like this is like crazy stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's so much that always is going on. It's unbelievable. Uh, like our new release is One Hell of a Woman. And now that's on, that just hit yesterday, we found out. Number two on the Billboard Independent Music Charts. That's unbelievable. 
It's unbelievable. It's great though, mm-hmm. and and you guys deserve it. I mean, you know, like when I first heard heard you guys and was listening to you guys, I was like, the one thing that always stands out about Southern Outlaws to me is like there really isn't another version of this. You don't sound like anybody else. There's <laughs> nothing else that sounds well, and I think that that really, you know, there, there's a lot of bands that don't sound like anybody else, but they just don't sound good. You guys have a, you figured it out, right? Where you guys sound like nobody else, but yet. It comes down to the chemistry between all of us, you know. That's that's well. There's a core, right? Yeah. There's a this band has its yeah. core, and then and then it just you guys are like very tight. You guys are. I remember the, on the last episode, it's like a family. Yeah, it is. It is. It yeah. is. I mean, even even part of our private lives are we treat each other as brothers. Yeah. I mean, it's it's that's the way we roll. So tell me a little bit. Uh, the Super Bowl thing intrigues me a lot. <laughs> it does because that was that was such a cool thing when it all went down. And you know, obviously you weren't the, the halftime show, <laughs> but I mean, like what you did was obviously super cool. So it was, tell, a, it was a contest. Yeah. So well, tell me, yeah, tell me what happened. Tell me what. The how, thing how, of it is, is um, Two Hot Radio brought us in. Yes. It's still, um, it's still ongoing. But Rock Nation. Uh, was one that we performed that we wound up posting the videos for. They're actually the ones that put on the halftime show. And uh, it was really cool when we were performing for Too Hot Radio. And that just, I mean, we had music execs, I would say, five minutes into it. Not even, no, not even. Not even. Just not uh, within a minute, a, yeah. they started running in. Got to tell them the Jay Z story too. No, no. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. No, no. Don't. Sandy uh, don't want that. No. That can't be on air yet. No. <laughs> All right. That can't. No. No, no. This isn't going to come out until July. No. Damn. Still no. He tried. Got August. Uh, we can't do it. September. October. <laughs> we can't do it. No. <laughs> okay. No. All right, but right, right. either way, like I said, it was it was a really good experience. We wound up, got, uh, you know, and you know, there was a lot of you know rap R and B artists and stuff that was there, um, and they welcomed us with open arms. I mean, it was really cool. Um, Everybody did. So it was just like a real no matter yeah. what. I, it was amazing. Yeah, I mean, it was totally amazing. I mean, we had the trip out. I mean that was cool. But what's that? What do you mean? Well, <laughs> oh, the trip out there. The, the, yeah, the out there. Did you guys yeah. drive there to yes. Arizona? Yes. Oh, you drove to Arizona. Yes. Oh wow! I went, In a me van. and Mikey did most of it. Well, I rented. <laughs> I rented the uh, uh, transport. Okay, and uh, because down we came down to the deadline. The tour bus know. was broke down. Yeah, tour <laughs> bus. Yeah, yeah bus. We oh, you do have a tour bus? No. Are you guys kidding well, me? Rise on no, TV, we, Big Records did, and they could. Yeah, theirs was broke down. It was stuck in Nashville. Nashville. So, the alternative, I came up. I said, "All right, we're going to get. We're going to do this, <clears> no matter what." So, rented the transport, took out the two back rows. Yep. Loaded all the equipment into it because we had no idea what we were going to do. We we were prepared for anything. We could have done a gig. You're winging. You're winging the whole thing. It's, everything's yes, on a wing. We're just, just winging just, it. Okay. So I knew the way there because my brother lives in near Phoenix. He lives in Peoria. Okay. All right. So we got we're on the road and uh, we got tired one night. I says, "All right, let's get a hotel room." So we stopped. Um, Dave lied to me. <laughs> How did I lie to you? We're in Arizona. And it's snowing. It's supposed to be warm weather. Oh, it's snowing. Everybody is bragging to me from back home. It is 65 here. 
How was it when we woke I up? I forget what the temperature was. It was 12 o'clock. degrees. It was not, 12 degrees? It was a four-foot embankment in front of the hotel. <laughs> really? It yeah. was no. Oh, that it was in Flagstaff. I got pictures in my phone of it. That's Flagstaff, yes. I'll need those later. Yeah, yeah. We, we, stayed in Flagstaff. we stayed in Flagstaff one night, but we stayed in Tucumcari, which was in New Mexico. So, but we stayed in Flagstaff, and yes, it was a four-foot bank of snow right in no the hotel. No kidding. The hotel. Adam was called the Desert Inn. <laughs> <laughs> How snow <laughs> lies all the way around. Uh. But we actually got up the next morning. We went to Denny's. We had breakfast. And I said, okay. I looked at time. I said, let's take a ride to the crater. So we went to see the crater. Yeah, it was great. Okay. That was cool. I mean, I took them over there. It was, it was like an experience you know, for them. Everybody should do it, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you go to Arizona, you got to. Learn, you know, all kinds of stuff. Big old hole. Big old hole in the ground. Yeah, I mean, it was wicked. Cool. I've been there before. And we didn't push him in? No. No. (laughs) Sandy was tempted. We had to hold her back. But But anyways, so we we, um, did that, and I said, okay, now we're going to go down to Phoenix. So we rode down. Well, we stopped at Winslow, though. Yeah, yeah. We stopped on the night we, before. We stopped at Winslow. We stood yeah. on the corner yeah. of Winslow, Arizona. Oh, yeah. so you our, had to do it, huh? Yes, yeah, so our sticker is actually such a fun sight to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got a sticker on the side of the, on the truck on the, the flatbed flat Ford. Flat no kidding. Yeah, everybody took pictures. Southern right? Outlaws was here. Yep, that's so cool. Actually, yeah. so we did that. And then we had to rush to Flagstaff, and that's how we got to Flagstaff. Uh, we weren't looking for a place to eat. Everything in Winslow shut down early. And there was a place in Flagstaff open, so we the just crazy took off. bird. Yep. That the uh, what was it? The I can't even remember the name of the place. Crazy bird. Was it crazy bird? Yeah. Something like that. Uh, anyways, so next morning we get out, we go to the crater. Then we headed to Phoenix. Now, our bass player Tim, he wanted to see a cactus. Now I know better. You know I knew where the cactus were at. You know I said, man, look at there. This cactus is only like five inches tall. I said, see that big like cactus? the stuff you see in Ohio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so look at that cactus. He says, man. He says this is disappointing. And then we hit a certain spot down about Interstate 17, and there's the big ones. And he says, oh wow, you know that's all cool. So anyways, we get to my brother's house. So I told you know, and my brother actually gave us the house for the night, so he left. And oh, then, that's cool. Yeah, so everybody could, sl- you know, ha- have a place to sleep. And then uh, came back the next morning. We were getting ready to go over to Tempe is where we were performing. And uh, it was, when we got there, we were, you know, we walked in. I mean, everybody was so nice. It was yeah. very cool to watch and see these these rappers, rappers and these artists get up and do their thing. It was, I think it was cool. A lot of them wanted to take pictures of us. Yeah. Are you guys the only rockers there? Pretty yeah. much, no kidding. And what well, they were really respective of us. They they loved us. No yeah. kidding. They, they oh liked, yeah, they, they liked us taking snake. pictures. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. that's they cool. liked the yeah, snake yeah, on the head. A lot of Is that real? Is that real? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Princess with the real on Two Heart Radio. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But it was it was it was really a, an interesting experience, and I mean it was. So did you guys? Let me ask you a question. So before you guys got arrived to the location where you're going to perform and everything. Did you pretty much have an idea of what you were walking into? No. no. Oh, no, so you guys, so this was all like, you were shocked, and immediately right. in shock. And then you get there in the parking lots, everybody's standing out there, and weed's legal there. 
So oh, all these yeah. people just burning weed everywhere. Isn't that hard to get used to? Smelled, Isn't that hard to get used to? It smelled like Woodstock, I guess. I don't know. But hey, our, they our, gave free samples at all the, the, uh, the places down there. Yeah. I told them. I really? said, hey, I said, yeah. next tour, toured by Arizona weed. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's so cool, man. It was. Uh, so you didn't know what you were expecting. So you walk in no, there. And, we and, didn't realize that. That Too Hot Radio actually is one of the largest hip-hop stations in the country. Oh. Yeah. So how do you and guys get on this to begin with? We, act, we have no idea. I mean, that just shows you the <laughs> genres that, you, you know, we have crossed to wind up being, you know, on regular rotation with Too Hot Radio. Uh, Hush Radio in Atlanta, Georgia is an, a complete R&B station that plays this all the time. Really? So it's yeah. really fascinating to see the genres that we have crossed that I had no idea that it would ever And do. you don't even know why. It, like, no. you, you really can't even answer it right now, can you? Like, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But that's great. They like us. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the, great. The rappers, whatever, yeah, the rappers. Why ever it's like happening. Us. That's so cool, man. So these guys want to do songs with you. Yeah. Oh, that is so cool. That yeah. is. I mean, I, I it's been So bad. you guys walk in. So let me get this right. So you guys go into the situation and probably pretty nervous because you really don't know what you're walking into. Yeah. This is a national stage. You're not really, haven't been on a lot of these yet. And so you walk in and then you see r&b and rappers everywhere you guys are probably shitting your pants at this point like what the fuck have we gotten ourselves into well, and then right. it turns into yeah. the greatest time we kind of sit around and we waited we went to several different rooms to get signed up for whatever we needed to do and i i don't think they were sure where to put us you know but we did eventually get some kind of an organization thing going on there and then when we did our first performance in the one room um, that's when everybody, you know, come rushing in. It was really cool, you know. Yeah. Um, but then the second time we went out, actually went out and got our instruments. I mean, we had our, all of our stuff with us, and we were putting them on hotel carts and we're trying to put them in. There. Had all the drums set up, yeah. pre, pre so behind the stage. They had, oh, really? So yeah. they just had them on like had platforms and, and stuff, up, yeah. and they just moved the platforms. Yeah. yeah. So we actually got set up. We prepped ourselves to be on that stage, and they asked if uh, we could be on that stage in you know five minutes, ten minutes, and we said hey, yes. And we could could we be off in ten minutes? Yes, and sure enough, we got up. And we were ready. I mean, we just as soon as we plugged in, we started. Everybody then, was jamming, man. Yeah. They was into it. Yeah. So you guys were like the only band? Would that be? Yes. Yeah. So, so that's why they were asking yeah. you that? So it's like yeah, because they, they you're the were, band. Yeah, these guys they, really play music. Yeah, yeah. like everyone's got to go, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> can you guys get off in five minutes like the rapper can? And we yeah. did. And <laughs> wow. We did. That's so cool, man. Yes. It was. So that's part of it, though, right? That's part of the success of this band is that you guys are able to pull, come, like, follow through with what you guys oh, yeah. say you'll do and stuff like that for people. Yeah. You yeah. made the trip out to Arizona. You do the things it takes to get to this point. It's not yeah. like it's not like it's just happening because you're just standing in one place and all these great things are just happening. You got to go out there and get some of this stuff, right? Like that's yeah. the, that's part of it. There's matter a matter of fact, they liked us so much uh September 30th Rock Nation is bringing us back. To and they're bringing us down to Atlanta, Georgia for their big award thing down get there. Get the hell out. Mm -hmm. You're going to Atlanta, Georgia now. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys going for the whole 50 states before this is all said and done? Uh, that, uh, oh, that, yeah. That would be nice. You never know. <laughs> we've actually now, we'd have fans actually in all 50 states. So, yeah, it would definitely be, that's that's the goal. Do you guys feel like, the the you know, obviously you guys aren't like a huge success yet. Right. 
But do you feel like the success that you guys have, have, have gotten so far, has it affected your songwriting to where you guys are like, this song worked, let's do something like that. Do you guys mm -hmm. still do the same thing? Is it? Do you feel like everything, nothing's same changed thing. in there? I'm usually writing the lyrics, sending them to him. He's wind up coming up with stuff. Bob does too, you know. Uh, Tim's even actually in the process of writing a new song. Right. So, yeah, we haven't changed the formula at all, and we, we're still wind up doing our thing. Um and coming up with it and and then we all wind up putting our feedback of you know what works you know for that song and we go with it yeah, yeah. we don't try to change no right no. and nothing sounds different that's the, that's one thing i love about southern outlaws band like nothing ever sounds like you're trying to do something it always sounds like it's a, it's a, it's just another appendage of what you guys have already done and it just sounds like it's like you guys maintain the it's 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 like real does that make sense you know what oh, i mean yeah. it's like there's nothing going on here that's phony i think that's part of the appeal see these are the things i think that set you guys apart is the realistic part of it when everyone else is kind of phony in some ways not not really so much but like like some of the bigger acts you know they come out and you're you have a hard time sometimes buying it this is you guys are very real like real, you know what I mean? We appreciate it. Yeah, I think that's a big part of the appeal. I don't know? think there's any any way else to be. Yeah. Because it just kind of, it falls naturally. I mean, yeah. at least for me, I mean, we hear something or one of us is playing a tune that, okay, now we're just going to run with it. Let's just do it. It comes natural to you because you never play the same thing twice. I, that's true, too. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, so I'll, real quick, I want to touch on one thing before we before we continue. When we were on here, you, you guys were on here the first time. We did touch on your story a little bit. I, I just want to just remind everybody your story real quick. We're not going to go. Last time we, we spent like a whole segment on it. But it's a pretty interesting story, and I can't help it, but want to want to talk about it real quick. You haven't been doing, like, music your whole life. This isn't something that, like, you were, like, always doing everything. Well, actually, I was in the beginning. Well, right, yeah. You did it for a while. Yeah. And, right, right. But then you, then you found a career in law enforcement. Yeah. And you did that for that was your that was your life for a while. Yeah. And then you had an injury, a on job injury that kind of like shut that whole thing down. And then during that time, you found music again. Yeah. And through this band, yeah. like it's, it helps to have a cousin, I guess, who's a drummer. Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> me and him started the whole thing. Right. Right. You know, you know, I called Mike up. I said, you know, I finally got myself to where I can wind up doing this. What do you think about getting something started? And he says. Sure, I'm not doing that. You know. Except fishing. Except yeah. fishing. And, is, <laughs> and I can fit it in between. There's, there are was, rainy days. That was coming. This, this, is, this is really screwing my fishing up. If you, know, if you see fish on stage, you know something's wrong. I'm going to tell you. This is screwing up my fish. It is. If you see the fish on the stage, something's wrong. <laughs> I'm waiting and stuff for him to start hanging a stringer of fish from Scully's. You know, I know. Staff that he carries on. Yeah. What, what happens if you guys play a bar that's like right on the lake or something? That's and where we're you'll have a, you'll have the, a whole He'll be playing drummers, but they'll be a rod. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> where we play at where we play at the Iron Horse on June third sets right on the oh, right on the river. Temptations there, oh, man. I'm, I'm sure. I'm, it's I'm like, gonna have a fishing pole with me. You, you got your it. tackle box right yeah, next to you. Know it. He's got a holder on his drums that he can stick that pole in at any time. I Run mean, a line over there to yeah. the river. Oh, wait, beautiful. guys, you got one. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so the drums just stop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's all right. He already <laughs> fell off the back of the stage on one of the shows. Oh, did yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. What show yeah. was that? 
That was a JR. There's yeah. a big old gap between the stage and the wall. And my stool ended up working backward and <laughs> off the back. I went. Did you get fucked up from that? No. Just, oh, no, you bounced oh, right back. We, we didn't even know just, he was just missing. my pride. Yeah, we didn't know. He, yelled, he yelled at us. He says, I stopped playing for a minute. And he, he Can't get didn't up. Even know I was, I was sort of stuck back there. I couldn't get out of the hole. And we just kept hearing the drums. We didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> we heard banging back there. So we thought he was still there. That's it. But hey now, man, there's guys that play upside down. That show must yeah. go on, right? Uh, well, now we're you know we're getting him a, you know a sponsorship with Medical Alert. So <laughs> while he's back there, and if he falls off stage, you can hit that. You know, hit this a Mike Bright Junior moment was brought to you by. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna have a quick break. All right, when we come it. back, we'll have a little oh, more okay. with Southern Outlaws Band. When we come back, you're listening to Level Up Cleveland. What's up, everybody? This is Don Foos from One Life All In, The Spud Monsters, Run Devil Run, Lifeline, and my solo band, Foos. I'm coming at you live to let you know I have a new book out called Motivate Me. It's a memoir of inspirational quotes, stories, and life lessons. This book takes you through my life and shows how I've handled adversity firsthand by the inspiration of others. If you lack enthusiasm but want to make goals in life and get after them, then this book is for you. To order, go to my website at foosforlife.com, F-O-O-S-E-F-O-R-L-I-F-E.com, foosforlife.com. I'd like to send a big shout-out to Big Bry and Pat the Producer at Level Up Cleveland for making a platform for hometown musicians and artists like myself to promote our bands and projects. This is Don Foos signing off for the Level Up Cleveland podcast. Peace out. Here with Southern Outlaws Band, we got uh, Arliss here, Dave, Mike, and I want to talk to Mike a little bit because Mike was the one guy who wasn't here on the first episode that's here right. today, and Mike's the drummer, correct, and the fisherman, correct. We've already established the fisherman, but I, I'm curious about the drums part a little bit. When do you start playing drums? How do you? What, what, who's some of your influences early on? How do you get into rock? All that stuff. Uh, I started when I was 12. Uh, went to a friend's house, and his brother was playing the drums. And I asked my friend, can I play your brother's drums? And he, so he asked him, he said, yeah. And the guy showed me how to play a beat. I played it. He showed me how to do some rolls, and I played it. And the guy went, it took me months to do that. And he said, can you do this? And I did it. Can you do this? And I did it. And he said, this is impossible. And uh, he said, when your parents come to pick you up, I want you to make them come in the house, and we'll do this again. And they came in and watched me, and he said, buy that kid a drum set right now. So it was just like a natural. I never took no lessons. Wow. So you were, you were one of them people who could just play the drums. Yeah. And then yeah. after that, I was probably about 14. And the neighbor guy, Cat Corny, across the way heard me playing. And he had a band, a wedding band. And their drummer was a policeman and couldn't be there a lot. And he asked my parents if I could go to the country clubs and the weddings and stuff that they did. And no bars and just fill in for the drummer when he couldn't come. And I did that. And that that's pretty much where it all started. It was cool being 14 because all these people I considered old at the time, like I am now, yeah. would just circle the drums. They couldn't set. believe it. They're yeah, like, look, look at this kid. a little kid playing the drums. It's cute. And 
that's where it pretty much all started. Were you into music at the time? Or yeah. Were you a big music yeah, fan itself? Kiss, you know, I started with Kiss and then discovered Rush and I was like, that guy can't be playing all that. Himself. Did you discover Rush after you realized you could play the drums? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I got you, yeah. Kiss and... I but just, Kiss was Kiss was like... Yeah, I could hear them. Of course. I, I would bang on cans and stuff before I got yeah. to go over to this guy's house and always wanted a drum set. And I'd bang on some cans with some pencils and pretend I was Peter Chris. And, Hell yeah. And uh, then went over and played that kid's, that guy's drum set and started listening to Rush at that point. And I was like, that, that drummer's just, he can't be doing all that stuff. <laughs> right. That's not humanly possible. He's got three arms. Yeah, and it was. <laughs> so I studied that and found out he was the best drummer that I still to this day, you know. So you're a Gil Peart guy? That's like, that's your guy? I don't pre- I don't know any drummer. Me too. I mean, hard. he's my favorite. He's my favorite drummer. I would say, you know. Yeah, I so love me some Rush. Isn't it funny how, like, just be, the generation just before you, it's always Beatles, 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 and then the next generation, our generation, kind of like, it's Kiss. Yeah, like, like, like yeah. I, I, we say it all the time, Kiss Alive 2 changed my, I mean, it changed my life. Yeah. Alive 2 changed my life. I, I was that. Destroyer. I remember getting Destroyer in my, we had the Columbia, Columbia Record Club. Oh, and yeah. My, <laughs> 13 records in, get a, yeah, for a penny. One every month while well, my aunt got that record and she brought it over to my house my parents was i don't know about that kiss stuff and i listened to it they let me keep the record and that's 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 that started started, oh man the the kiss thing was wild back in the day you never knew what they look like that whole mystery that you (laughs) you know how many magazines out at that time would be like see kiss unmasked and you'd only see like the forehead Mm -hmm. (laughs) like really teen magazines beat magazines all that stuff So then, so you start playing drums, and you basically just taught yourself how to play through practicing over and over again. You had Put to a t- record on, play along just, with it. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, never took no lessons. And and so, did you get into a number of bands, and then lots of them. Oh, is that what happened? Mostly cover bands, or were you always doing original stuff? Or mostly cover bands with a couple originals here and there, and certain bands. So when so when one day Arliss calls you up and is like, "I'm ready." Yeah. Yeah. How was that? Were you like, were you, were you, were you hesitant? How would you feel when he calls you up and that says oh, something? we were good. We we grew up together with the musicians in our family. Oh, oh so, so garage, I got you. Yeah, so. yeah. But they're in bluegrass and country. Well, it's mostly bluegrass. There's no drums in bluegrass. So right, 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 right. Yeah, that's bluegrass is great stuff, though, man. It is. It yeah, is. I'll tell you a story afterwards about bluegrass. <laughs> but anyway, so um, so you're a fisherman too, though. Yes. So so, when does that love come into play? That's been forever. So, so you don't remember when that it's you don't remember the first time. First memories, yeah, yeah, right. You've always fished. It yeah. seems like you were fishing right out the womb. My dad uh, fished avidly. Yeah, we, so he ran a charter service too. That's how I ended up doing a charter. Yeah, charter. you do have your own charter thing too that you yeah. do. Now, where do you normally charter out of? Uh, I'm in Michigan most of the time on oh, really? the Manistee River. Uh, it's it's a world renowned river, uh, salmon steelhead fishing. And I do inland lake charters, like we were talking earlier, uh, Pimatuming, Mosquito Lake. Oh, out that way. Yeah. Uh, I'll buy where you guys are from. Yeah. Catching crappies right now. Cool. Cool, man. Well, welcome to the show, because you didn't, like I said, you didn't make it to the last one. Uh, I was fishing. But I did. Yeah, he was he, actually he, he, he fishing. Showed, he showed some pictures of fish and me holding fish on the last uh, interview. It was cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I put him on there. I found, yeah, I found some pictures of you, and I yeah, threw him up there. Yeah, it's not hard to find a picture with Mike and a fish. Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. There's a whole no. bunch of them. Um, we should have towed the boat up here today. <laughs> Lake Erie's right there, you know. Right here, man. It's, we're literally like, you know, you guys know the Cuyahoga River is 
you could throw a rock into it. Where you guys were on the tracks taking pictures, yeah. you could throw yeah. a rock into there. Ever. We it's crossed right, it right down there. there. The bar. Yeah. yeah, we crossed the bar. Yeah, that's the Cuyahoga. You could, you could, if you had a little kayak, at least you could have like kayaked your way right out to the lake. Yeah. <laughs> Fishing pole. All right, so you guys are also involved in a lot more stuff. We, we just really just touched on some of the stuff that you guys are dealing with. And the Super Bowl thing was really cool because you guys played Tempe when the Super Bowl was going on and you were hired by the people who were based. I mean, it was, it's a, I still think that's amazing. Um, but you guys are also involved in some other things and you guys have also been nominated for some other awards. You guys are getting a lot of recognition. Like, what's going on? Uh, yeah, we just got uh, another our second nomination for the Josie Awards in Nashville, Tennessee, for Southern Rock Group of the Year. Unbelievable. Um, and you're not even from the South. The Southern Rock Group of the Year from the North. Hey, that's that's so the That makes us proud, from, yeah. man. We're like, yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. It is. I think it's cool. I do. I think that's cool. So you guys so you guys have been nominated for that. What else? Um, well, we... Hopefully, we're waiting to see about getting the one for Cleveland here soon. Yeah, the Cleveland Music Awards. Yeah. Yeah, Mark Rasmussen, we, we've had him in here also, and that's a pretty interesting thing, how that thing has really taken off. Uh, that Last year was the first one, and I, the, the people that were involved in that, they take that stuff quite seriously, and it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat to get recognition like this. Yeah. Well, like we were talking, you know, before we came up here, you know, the award nominations and the awards are great. But our biggest award is actually getting out there in front of people and performing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's that's an accomplishment, you know, in itself. I mean, because just go out there and entertain people and them, you know, talk about, you know, the show afterwards, you know. Oh, man, that was cool what you guys did here and there. You know, that right there is the ultimate is that, is that really what, like, yep. is that the driving force that that's keeps what, you guys wanting to keep doing it and, and going and about. going? Yeah. Is, is, is. Just playing. So you guys think you the live is where you guys are your strongest? Would that be, oh, that yeah. be safe Absolutely. to say? It's different. It's it's no. We make sure that each show is tailored different, you know, than the last. So when somebody comes out, they're not going to see the same show twice. No. And you guys, you were just telling me a little bit ago, you guys have a show at the Iron Horse. Yes. Coming up, and you guys are going to like bring. So like. Depending on where you're playing, basically, if you're playing a smaller area, you're just going to come with the band in the, in the gear, and you're, the music does the talk. You might have some lights or whatever, but the bigger the venue, the bigger the, the crowd or whatever, the more you bring to the to the stage, and, and the bigger the show. The Iron Horse is going to have the full ensemble. Is that what yeah, you safe to say? Yeah, all bells and whistles, lights, yeah. the whole nine yards. Nothing held back. No. Nope. Nothing stays home in the storage spot. Everything's nope. coming with you. And, and what does that mean? What can you expect to see if you're going to come to a, a Southern Outlaws show and it's like the full gig? What would be different hmm. if I didn't see a full gig? Well, there's Skelly. I mean, he's, you know, the sixth right. official member of the band. Mascot. Yeah. Now, if I remember Skelly, he's like for people who are like familiar with like Iron Maiden, he's like Iron Maiden's Eddie. Right, he's yes. like the mascot. He's a little larger than life. You make him like a little bigger than everybody else, and he's kind of hanging out with you guys up there. Yes, yeah, yes. Every once in a while, he hits me with a sickle, but that's okay. <laughs> he hits you with it, <laughs> <laughs> or do you just stumble into it? Oh, I stumble into it. Yeah. More like that's if he ever approaches happened. me from behind, and that would we got somebody's got to have to hopefully get that on film. <laughs> <laughs> now you guys, as far as like writing new music and stuff like that goes, what's going on with that now? Do you guys seem to write, you don't write uh, whole works of, and then put out an album. You guys kind of write song by song by song yes. and then release singles that way and keep relevant that yes, way. Right? right. Is that the whole idea behind doing all that? Yeah, pretty much. 
Um, but we're not like some of them that'll wind up just flooding, you know, the industry, you know, with music and stuff. I, I, we know bands and stuff, but, you know, each week they're releasing something, you know. We make sure we take pride in, the, you know, the quality. Put enough time into it. Yeah. Right. Um, the, the riff that I came up with for Hell of a Woman, I was probably sat on it for maybe a year and a half. Oh, really? Just the riff itself? Just the riff itself. And then you build not the song even, around the riff? Yeah, Is that how you do it? knowing what to yeah. do with it at that point. And then uh, Arliss had written some words down and... And then he says, well, let's let's see what we can do. And I said, well, okay, let's put this in here, da, da, da. And that's how that was developed. I mean, it, and it just, then everybody adds their own part. We, uh, the creativity is unique. And I like when I'm gone doing the fishing thing, I can come back, we'll have a song or two wrote already, and then I can just listen to it already and think, yep, that's what yeah, I want to do on exactly. drums here. Maybe I could do this here. Maybe. Do they at least have a tempo for you at this point? Do they like, this is uh, what we're here? Or do you like, uh, I... They, they just write it, and I. The tempo's just, pretty much there. We so sound, sometimes like, so I'll speed that. it up or slow it down a little bit, but yeah. it's fun just thinking. Oh, I could put a really good fill in there. I could do yeah. this beat here, or maybe this beat. What do you think of this beat, guys? Or should we use this beat? You know. Yeah. I love how I love how you fun. say it. I love how you say it. When I come back from fishing, <laughs> <laughs> then all of a sudden they have everything for me. And I yeah, can just it's cool. Well, that's it. why the plan is what now a great to life. keep him busy. You know, to keep him behind the drums. He can fish from the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, still got to get back to Michigan in September. Hopefully, well, yeah, we're working on that. Are you guys going to drive to Atlanta? Yeah, is that the plan? Yeah, so far that's the plan. Um, we're going to have to drive to Nashville, I believe, to get the bus to go on the, to our next. Oh, so you, you guys have like a layover almost Texas? Yeah, yeah, to go to Texas. Yeah. But um, yeah, we figure out a way. Uh, we're we're pretty resourceful. Yeah, that's cool though. That's cool. Yeah. Now, how did you guys? How did that all come about? And, and the other thing I want to ask about that, like if you guys already did this Tempe thing in Arizona, and you, you like I said, you went into this thing completely like that was a long drive, and not knowing what you're what you were driving to, right? right? Like you guys were just driving, no. like you knew you had a gig. Right. That's basically no, what you knew. Yeah. You knew you had a gig, right? Right. Now you guys have kind of done this a little bit. You kind of have a little experience. Do you do you kind of know what to experience, uh, what to expect a little bit more? When you pull into Tampa? I don't know. Atlanta? It's kind of hard because, uh, I mean, every venue is going to be different. Um, now, this will be our first, even though we have a large following in Texas, this will be our first time performing, you know, in Texas. Um, and every venue down there is totally different. Yeah. You know, so, you know, that's going to be, you know, each one is going to wind up being, you know, a little different than the next. It's going to be a learning curve. Yeah, I mean it absolutely, but we're looking forward to it. Yeah, it's experience. We like right? the challenges. Oh, enjoy the you know, yeah. We're going to enjoy the ride. There's yeah, no doubt about it. Do yeah. you guys ever hang out at these places like 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 Tempe? Were you able to get outside of the the gig itself and kind of like wander around and see the place at all, or was it just basically you showed up, you did the gig, and then we left? That really how you did it? That we night drove, we left. Yep, that's yeah, so rock and roll, though, right? That's rock and roll. I mean, that's, that's how you do it, right? When, yeah. uh, on the way out, I'm thinking, this is how everybody used to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get a van. Pile in the van. You, take your stuff. Take going. your stuff, and you go. Yeah. And that's that's cool. Hope to meet the right people along the it, way. Every, I mean, we met people at the gas stations. And, yeah. Oh, I mean, that we, kind of thing, too. Know, yeah, yeah. We talked to people. <laughs> You're I a hate. band. Who are you? Yeah. It was yeah. kind of cool. Now, you guys were touching on the fact that you might be starting a tour here pretty soon. Like, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Now, what's that entail? Um, that actually is going to be the precursor when we go to Texas. It'll be the kickoff. Um, 
to lay the groundwork that we're going to wind up doing. Uh, Pierce Media Group Promotions is going to wind up uh, putting a big tour together. Um, and um, I think they're even going to be kicking that tour off in Texas. So we'll be going back to Texas, and it'll be going, you know, state to state. Headed back that. north up to Ohio eventually, so you'll just take a path back to Pretty much. And just hit places along the way? Now I know we're working on um, with another um, artist that's in Louisiana. When we play in September in Atlanta, we'll have some shows there. And then they're working on some shows in Mississippi, Alabama, and Louisiana as well. Wow. We also have um, Hugs Radio. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Hugs August. Radio concert series. Um, yeah. We're going to be August 18th and 19th. We'll be back in Ohio Lisbon, for Ohio. Lisbon, Ohio. Yeah. Uh, we'll be there for Hugs Radio. That's, and then yeah. Then October 28th, we're going to be another new venue, which will be the stage in Buffalo, New York. New York, yeah. Wow. So you guys are spreading it out, man. Now, yeah. after you were on our show, you kind of landed a job, a little a little thing, doing radio. Speaking of radio. Yeah. Uh, is it like Cat Country Radio, or is that what it was? And, and Part of Pierce Media Group. Yeah, and you do, you're still doing this. Yeah. Yeah, so tell everybody about that, what, what day it's on and all that stuff. Yeah, they uh, one of the DJs wound up uh, seeing this interview that we did the last time and thought I'd be a good fit. And uh, then they brought uh, me in with Pierce Media Group and then wound up giving me my own show, which is the Rock and Country Show yeah, uh, on Cat Country Radio. And now is being broadcast on five different FM stations on top of internet radio as well. Wow, I didn't know that part. Yeah. You guys are amazing, dude. I'd like to, you know, I, I've said this a couple times today, but I like to think that everybody's success always starts on Level Up Cleveland. <laughs> Uh, uh, and, and 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 we'll roll with that. Okay. Yep. We like Rock to think roll always it, do, it totally doesn't. Right it totally doesn't Cleveland, mean Ohio. it's. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's true. But we like to think that way here. We're slightly delusional. <laughs> um, no, that's really cool though that that happened, and that was amazing to me because it literally was like weeks afterwards. It yeah, was like they got a hold of me yeah, right away. It was, it was literally within like, a day or two they contacted me and wanted to know if I'd be interested. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> you do great, man. You do a great job with that. And you do a great job like setting it up too and getting people ready for it and putting out certain posts that like explain what's going to happen and stuff. And it, it, you, you kind of like bring a, a, an interest to it that, that makes yeah. you want to listen to it and stuff like that. Well, plus I don't play, you know, just like a lot of radio st you know, stations that play one genre and they stick to it. That's it. I've played everything. Yeah. You know, from, <laughs> you know, yeah. some really oddball. My Christmas special was pretty cool, you know, because yes. I ran, I played Cheech and Chong. <laughs> oh, you know. played the, the, the yeah. Cheech and Chong? Oh, yeah, Santa and his old lady. No oh, yeah. Kidding, man. So there ain't, yeah, there's always surprises. And I think one of the biggest, highest rated shows was uh, <laughs> when I had this monkey over here on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was the release of One Hell of a Woman. And, um, we had a big show, and I guess we had people laughing and carrying on in that, and it was one of the highest-rated shows, you know. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty neat. So and then getting to interview people and stuff is pretty cool, too. So, see, I'm sitting on your side. Of the, you know, yeah, and every yeah. once in a while you get to talk to people. It's kind of fun. From all over the world. Um, Dave. Um, oh, uh, yeah. I had uh, the one from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um. <clears throat> His last name just completely <laughs> lost track of my mind. But he's yeah, he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He was with uh, Train. Oh. 
do, I can't do, do, okay. do. You think do, about that and get do, back to me. Do, yeah. Do. Okay. And then, um, <laughs> then I've had uh, Zoe. She's an artist uh, that is living down in Nashville now. She's from um, New, or actually um, Tasmania is where she's originally Ooh, from. Ooh, she's a devil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and then there's, uh, and then Lorenza Wildcard. She's from the UK. I uh, had her on the show. Uh, she's originally from Italy. So yeah. when you have them on the show, are you doing like a phone type thing? Mm-hmm. You setting it up through phone? Yeah, I had the Heartland Roots Band. They're from the UK. Um, they're actually chopping the charts over there. So. Yeah, didn't you guys? No, I might be wrong about this, but aren't you guys like? Isn't there somewhere like New Zealand or something? There was something yes. with you guys yes. with some. Yeah, it, that it just was, uh, Grant. Grant and Barbara from or, Galaxy 107. Oh, that's what it was. There's New some Zealand. DJs that picked up on you guys and started playing you Matter guys. In fact, yeah. we had an interview with them two months ago. Yeah. Grant two, likes to fish two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> he says that when we go there. See, this is all your fault. You started it. Yeah. You started on the fishing. It is the funniest thing, dude. Yeah, when, we, <laughs> when we go there, they, they want to put up with this crap all the time. Mike Brighton the fishing, you know. But when we go there, they want to set up a charter to go out and fish. We're going to go catch up. <laughs> like, We're going to go marlin. Well, We're going to go marlin fishing. It's about the music. You can't tune it when it's... You, you can't, can't tune, tune a fish. fish. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we can marlin fish, though. It's so funny. You can't tune a marlin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, we do Facebook Live at practice a lot. That's cool. That, oh, I've yeah. seen that. I that, remember I, I was commenting on the one time. I was, oh, yeah, I was yeah, watching yeah. you guys, and I was like, oh, my God. Let's yeah. fucking put it on That, that gets a lot of attention. Yeah, every, that does. Every week, yeah. more and more people tune in. And what's cool is when you wind up you know, doing something like that, and we literally got people watching coast to coast. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah the last Actually, time we did was, was uh, just... New Jersey, California, oh. um, Louisiana. And I, I don't know how far north we went, but yeah, <sighs> that's so that's just crazy to me, yeah. man. That's and so Cindy Neen's uh, joined in too. She's uh, from Altel Productions. She's mm-hmm. uh, in the Ivory Coast. Uh, the Ivory Coast, yeah. My granddaughter gets to watch me then. So that's so cool. She's hi, Pop. I'm like, go do your homework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, as far as like some of the stuff that's happening right now, as far as that kind of stuff goes, how how do you feel about like like all the stuff that's going on like right now like how how is it does it feel surprising to you though or does it feel like i mean like is are you're obviously enjoying yourselves okay like like like, like that's not what i'm saying but i mean like this it just seems like it's happening to me it's happening fast for you guys but if you had to give somebody advice if you were to say, if someone came to you and said, "Hey, how are you guys doing it? What do you, what what what's mm. separating you? What's what's the sauce?" A lot of work. What would you? What would yeah? What hard work and dedication? Yeah, yeah. I put it? in easy. Um, and there's Sandy. times twelve, Carlos and Sandy, twelve to sixteen hours. I think is the most I put in in a day's time. And I mean that's talking from radio stations all around the world. Um, plus. The time difference a day doesn't matter. I mean, if it's morning for them, it's you know night for us. Right. You know, so I deal with all that. You know, so it is just nonstop. So and, you're always pushing so, for it. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, if you want to make it in this business, you got to be able to go that extra mile, put in those extra hours to wind up getting it. And then now, um, because of the hard work, we're actually. Um, our music is being considered for the Cannes Music Festival in France. 
and with the tech, <sighs> the technology now today does help a lot. You know, it's not right. It's, it's yeah, it reaches out yeah. way more than it did back in the day. Yeah, you're able to reach people that you yeah. just couldn't reach before unless you had like right. record companies pushing right. for you. If and that you didn't kind have of a label behind you, you couldn't reach. But you're your own label at this point. You guys yes. are actually doing what they did and pushing yourselves through. Right. Yes, a lot of people do. Right, that's cool, man. Right, I mean we've got that coming up. Uh, we're also uh, going to be part of a commercial. Uh, our music. Yeah, we're working on with American Badass Whiskey for yeah. a national commercial with yeah. them. I'm no help. I'm computer illiterate. <coughs> I'm doing all the artwork and st- for the storyboard. And we really? Did, we modified Good for the Soul, the song. So that's the song that's going to yeah. be being played during the commercial? Good Friends, Good Music, American Badass Whiskey. Yeah. It's good for the soul. Yeah. Perfect. So they're even using your song as the, as the that's logo. That's cool. Yeah. He's got. Uh, he's done. He's doing a storyboard. We was working on uh, maybe getting our music on a video game in the background too. That's still possible. That's still yeah. yeah. What the hell is it, is it? A fishing game? That'd be even better. <laughs> Kill the fish. That'd be even better. <laughs> Shoot the fish from your boat. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So so basically, people can see you. The Iron Horse gig's coming up. Yes. Yes. And then third. June third, and that's going to be Come until August. Out. That'll be our la- our last Ohio local show. It'll be June third at the Iron- world famous Iron Horse Balloon in Troy, Ohio. Yep. Come check us out. And then you guys are also going to be playing Texas, Atlanta, yeah. Texas, and, and you're going to be touring. You don't even know some of the places you're actually going right. to be playing right. because they haven't even dated then, some of them. Then we got the big one. Like I said, August first, we'll be at the Troubadour, uh, where music meets boxing. That's um, going to be cool. They're in Nashville, Tennessee. And that'll be broadcast on CBS Sports and pay per view. Fuck, that's gonna be cool. So cool, man! You guys are doing it, man. <laughs> we'll have you guys back again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. give it another year and see what's going on after another year. We'll just, and we'll yeah. bring more whiskey next. Time. Yeah, man. Yeah. That was thanks for that. Hooked us up nicely. That stuff was smooth. It's badass good, whiskey. It's good stuff. That's some badass shit. I'll, I'll bring a piece of fish. That's <laughs> 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 All right, guys, that's it for us. We're out of time. Right, thank you so much. Thanks for coming back down, man. Thank you guys thank for you. having me. I appreciate it. We appreciate it's it. It's awesome, man. You bet. Check thank them you. out, man. You guys are going to be everywhere. I got a feeling this is a matter of time, and they'll be playing the halftime Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it for us. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out. This has been Level Up Cleveland. There's a new episode every week. Available now on all streaming services. You can catch every episode of Level Up Cleveland on YouTube. Till next week, rock on. I'm in a bag. That'll be fine.